Um, one of the reasons why I'm here, besides to speak to uh, to you and to uh, and privately to you, and Mitzvah Hashem will have time to spend together, um, is that my son Yitzi, who's just davening outside in the hallway, uh, had his Hanukkah fill-in yesterday morning. So it's a very big, uh, it's a big simcha for us uh, to be in Eretz Yisrael for that uh, tremendous uh, occasion. I just wanted to speak, I thought it would be appropriate maybe to speak about the Indian of Tefillin, because uh, we're speaking by davening the morning after my son's Hanachas Tefillin. Uh, so just for a few minutes, if you'd... Uh, oh, here he is. Okay, so another yeshiva I told that to started singing for him, but I guess... Uh, yeah. Fine. So, um, the Pasuk says by Tefillin, that it should be a jewel, it should be an ornament between your eyes. And obviously, that's not taken literally. We don't have the Tefillin, the Makam of the Tefillin is not Benenecha. Maybe the Tzedaikim felt that way, but, uh, but Klal Yisrael understands that it means that it's the Makam that's between the eyes. Uh, but on top of the head. So why would the Torah put it this way? Wouldn't there be a, a, a better way of uh, describing the place of tefillin uh, as uh, on top of your head? Why does it have to say bene necha? That is as if it's mashma that it should be right between your eyes, upon, uh, on your nose. Sometimes you go to shuls and you see people actually wearing their tefillin very low, and obviously that's not a... That's not a kashra place to put it. So why would the Torah deliberately describe the makam of the tefillin as bene necha? This is a question that, it's an obvious question. It's been bothering me for many years. And I, I'd like to suggest perhaps an original answer based on a story that happened with the great Vilna Gain. The Vilna Gain was obviously, his, his city was Vilna. Vilna was the... Yerushalayim Delita, they used to call it, the Lithuanian Jerusalem. It was the, the center of the Jewish world at the time that the Vilna Gain lived there, um, was in Vilna, in part because he lived there. The Vilna Gain was basically the sun, the moon, and the stars to Klal Yisrael at the time, as he still is, at Ayem. And one time there were some Gayim that broke into the Vilna Gain's base medrash, and Everyone in the base medrash was sitting and learning. The Vilna Gain's room, his private study, was off of the base medrash. And so first they went and they basically held up everybody in the base medrash. And I don't know if they had guns, knives, whatever they used at the time, but basically they had pillow sacks and they took everybody's money, their wallets, their, uh, their watches, whatever they had, they stuffed into their pillow sack and then they saw that before they left, they, there's another door there. Maybe there were more people behind the door, and of course, just the Vilna Gain learned privately in that little room. They opened the door. They saw the Vilna Gain's face. The Vilna Gain was always wearing tefillin, as we know, that's the Minigagra, to, 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 as the Minigur Shalayim was uh, back in the day, that they would always wear tefillin the entire day. These Gayim saw the Vilna Gain's holy face wearing tefillin shalreish, and they immediately dropped all of their bags, all of their loot, and they ran. They were so petrified of this vision before their eyes. And after they had left, the Talmidim came to the Gain and they said, Rebbe, 
what happened? Could you explain to us what happened? So he said, I don't understand. What's, what's the question? He says, well, why did the Gayim get so scared when they saw you? He says, because the Gemara says on a, on a Pasuk, V'ro kol ame ha'aretz, ki shem Hashem nikra alecha v'yaro mimeka, that the Gayim, all the Ame Aretz, all the nations of the world will see a Yid, and they will see that the name of God uh, is upon them, the Yarim and Mecca, they're going to be afraid. Where is the name of God upon us? And the Gemara says, Elu, Tefillin, Shebereish. This is the Tefillin that's on the head. So, therefore, obviously, they saw that I was wearing Tefillin, and they, uh, they, they ran away. They were so scared of seeing a Yid wear Tefillin with a Shem Hashem on them. So the Talmidim said, Rebbe, that's great pshat. We love it. There's only one problem. We are also following your minute. We also wear tefillin the entire day. So if we wear tefillin the whole day, they didn't have any problem looting from us. They didn't get scared when they saw us. So why is it that they were scared of you and they were not scared of me, of us? So the guy answered as follows. The guy said, the Gemara does not say, Elo tefillin shel reish. If we were writing Gemara, we would probably just say Elo tefillin shel reish. That's what it says on our in our cases. Tefillin shel yad and tefillin shel reish. It doesn't say that. It says Elo tefillin shebirish. This is the tefillin that's inside of your head. It's not the tefillin shel reish. It's shebirish, which means to say a guy will not be afraid of a yid walking down the street wearing tefillin unless. The messages of the tefillin, the Shema Yisrael, the Achdos Yisbarach, whatever the tefillin contains in it, all those parshias sort of start um, dripping down into the head. Shebereish. It's not that the tefillin are on the head. If they're just on the head and superficially perched upon our, uh, upon our head, that's not going to make the guy scared. A guy is scared of a yid who's wearing the tefillin properly. What does it mean tefillin properly? That the Yisaydes of Malchus Shemayim, that everything that the tefillin represents, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad, that is going into the head. Eil tefillin Shebereish. He says, by me, apparently my tefillin are in the head, and by you the tefillin are not in the head. They're on the head, but they're not in the head. And I was thinking that maybe that that's the pshat. When the Torah says, that the tefillin should be, these jewels, these ornaments should be between the eyes. What does it mean between the eyes? It's not between the eyes, it's on top of the head. But the Rabbi Shalom is trying to tell us subtly by telling us the location of the tefillin that it's is that if you think that the makam of the tefillin is just on the head, you got it wrong. It has to be that the lessons of the tefillin are that it seeps down into your mind and into your conscious, into your subconscious, until everything about the Yisaitis of Tefillin are part of one's brain, are part of one's life. It has to be real to us. It has to be that whatever the Tefillin is supposed to represent, all the parshias of Emunah, Ashkacha Pratis, Achtas Hashem, Kadesh Likal Bachar, all of these things, the Kedusha has to come into our brain so until it's until it's permeating bene nefa, it's coming down below the surface of our skull and into our brain. You know, this morning, um, the reason, if anyone noticed, that I was a little bit late, that we were late, is there was a terrible accident on the highway, and, um, and it backed up traffic for miles. 
and we got, we left actually in time, we left early to get here, but still, you know, the, uh, the GPS was just uh, kept going later and later, and I, I texted uh, Rablavi Friedman that we're going to be here late, and um, anyway, and I was getting, you know, antsy, I wanted to be here on time, I wanted to definitely be here in time for, for the speech, but also in time for the happening, and, uh, and you know, I was, uh, I was nervous, like, come on, let's move, and there was no moving, there was nowhere to go. So I said to the taxi driver, I kept telling him, you know, is there a way we can get off the highway? And, you know, what's the ETA? I was make, he says, Habibi, he says, there's a God in the world. You know, you have to live with Amuna. There's a God in the world. Everything that's happening to you right now, there's a purpose for it. If you come late, if you miss your speech, if you, you know, you missed happening, you know, it wasn't so geschmack for my son. The second day he's putting on film to, you know, to blow through half of davening either. But... If this is what the Rabbi Shalom did, then this is how we have to live our life. Sometimes you hear, you know, the emes from a taxi driver a lot more. You could be a mashkiach and yeshiva for 21 years, and you have to hear sometimes from a taxi driver the yisaydis vemuna. That's because the tefillin is not doing its job. If the tefillin was doing its job, then every time, every morning, you put your tefillin on, all of these lessons, vemuna and ashkacha pratis, that everything happens for a reason would be real to us, or at least to me. And that's the site of film. That's what I wanted to share with Yitzhi. This is our extension of our bar mitzvah. This is the, uh, the formal drasha that a father, I guess, would give to a child uh, in shul. But this is, uh, I consider this an extension of, uh, we have so many talmidim, Baruch Hashem, from this yeshiva, not just in the, you know, as talmidim, but also as rabbeim. And uh, we're very, very proud uh, that we have this relationship with this wonderful yeshiva, and I'd like to wish everybody um, a wonderful uh, end of this man. And Mitzvah Hashem, you know, whenever the time comes that you uh, make your decision that you have to come back to America, then you should, Mitzvah Hashem, consider uh, Beis Medish Talmud. And I'll, I'll be here, Mitzvah Hashem, for a few hours if anyone would like to speak to me privately about uh, anything that you want, any concerns or any issues that uh, may arise. Please avail yourself of the fact that Baruch Hashem, I'm here. Here's the